Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Breakfast at Ruby's, a weekly podcast that uh, showcases some of my favorite live streamers, content creators, and we talk about topics that are relevant to us, recent topics, things that are going on on social media, all of that stuff. Uh, today, I'm joined by I Geeked Out and Cafe Potion to my left and to my right. Um, so let's get into some introductions. So let's start with I Geeked Out. Tell, tell us about yourself a little bit, what people can expect from your content, so on and so forth. Hi, my name is Edwin, also known as I Geeked Out. I am a queer Latinx variety streamer on Twitch. I am very chat-focused, which means that um, I don't really play many games. <laughs> I do a lot of just chatting streams. Um, when we do play games, I do a lot of community-based games like um, Among Us, Fall Guys. Uh, sometimes we like to do Mario Kart. I am trying to get back into Dead by Daylight. I try to do a little bit of everything here and there. Um, I also do some art streams. I'm trying to get back into bullet journaling. So it's uh, it's quite a lot uh, on my channel, but it's it's really uh, it's really chill there. So yeah, that's what I do. Absolutely, it is a really chill time, and we love to see it. So some chaos, but mostly chill. It's necessary, <laughs> I feel. You know, it's. I feel like it wouldn't be a Twitch live stream without a little bit of chaos, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. To my right, we have Cafe Potion. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Tell us about yourself, what you do, what you're all about. Well, <clears throat> as you can see, I'm a completely uh, virtual character. I am also known as a VTuber, which stands for a virtual YouTuber. So basically, I'm a fully virtual virtual uh, streamer. Yes. Um, I'm also very um, chat-focused and community-focused. Um, I do a lot of like community nights with my chat. Honestly, like when it comes to my content, I'd like to kind of like point out that I just wing everything like it's all like my mood based really what like mood. some days yeah like some days I might play some dead by daylight some days I might play some you know spell break recently some fall guys um every Sunday we have story time Sunday which is when we play through some like story games and currently we're playing through Nino Kuni one and yeah, it's like all mood based. Like some days I might just go with, you know, six hours of just chatting and watching, I don't know, memes or cat videos with my chat. It happens. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's been six hours and you're like, well, I don't think my title was actually accurate to what my stream was supposed to be, but we had yeah. a great time. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can find me at Project Ruby everywhere, uh, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of that stuff. I am a variety clown, as I like to say, because I spread the queer agenda through music, talk shows, and gaming. Uh, even with gaming, I do retro games, I do modern games, I multiplayer, single player, I do it all. I, I don't even know. Like, I'm, listen marketing experts hate me that's all i'm gonna say because i'm a mess but we love it we love to see it um i figured this would be uh as an uh icebreaker of a topic i found this thing on buzzfeed and um there was this TikTok. this um this this woman was recording herself singing uh on TikTok, and the video went viral because Midway through the video, her mom just bursts through the ceiling and it's just 
such a chaotic moment. I cannot even begin to describe the levels of chaos that that entails. But I love it with all of my being because I've never experienced something like that, obviously. But I felt like as live streamers, we can totally relate to like certain like technical difficulties that can happen or like weird bloopers and situations like that. So that that's my that's going to be our our icebreaker oh, of a question today. <laughs> uh, I will start just in case. Um, <laughs> just to you know get y'all thinking about your stories and how you want to go about okay. it and such um mine aren't really that bad um the, the first one that i can think of when i saw this was i was doing a 12-hour stream um i don't even know if it was last year two years ago i don't know what it was but i was doing a 12-hour stream and i was eating garlic bread on stream as one does you know like i was potentially like more than halfway through it so i was like let me enjoy my garlic bread next thing you know i don't know if i was laughing at something i don't know if i was reading chat i don't know what i was doing but i choke on it really badly like you know when you like th there's a moment when like you choke and you're like oh my god that's terrible and you drink a sip of water and it's fine but no, girl, I literally saw my life flash before my eyes, all of this live on stream. And I was oh, like, no. the I'm sorry that I'm laughing. <laughs> I know. I I'm was... sorry, I laughed as well. No, I mean, listen, <laughs> it's a funny thing looking back now that I'm talking about it, because obviously I survived, but it was so bad. And you know what's the sad thing about it is that I, the one thing that I was thinking about during that whole time is like, oh my God, someone's going to clip this. <laughs> <laughs> like not the fact that i was like choking or anything it's like oh my god i look so ugly right now someone is gonna clip this this is gonna be terrible good thing is like nobody clipped it but i don't know if it's a good thing now looking back i'm like damn oh maybe God. like someone should have clipped it so i would have wow had, you like... could have gone viral <laughs> honestly like i could have gone like on live stream fails i could have gone like a a whole new audience maybe i would have been partner right now who, who would have you know <laughs> <Not> like <partner. laughs> who would have thought you know like i you never know oh. um yeah so that was the most intense one uh, a different one was a scare but it wasn't terrible but it was a bit of a scare so i ended my stream well or so i thought so what happened was i raided a channel and so for people who are not familiar with twitch culture uh usually at the end of a stream uh live streamers like to send their audience to a fellow streamer to a friend or to someone that they want to get to know better so i ended my stream i sent people over to the raid but I forgot to click stop streaming, right? But I didn't know this. I had OBS open. My stream was still going. I literally left my room, um, went to have dinner, came back, and then I was on Discord. I was just, like, chatting with someone. And on Discord, it showed at the top I was on sh in streamer mode. And I was like, what do you mean I'm in streamer mode? Like, I'm not, like, OBS isn't even on. Like, what the hell? I look next thing you know obs is on obs is still streaming and i was like oh no like good thing is like i always take my webcam away from the top of my monitor and i put it behind my laptop so like nobody really saw anything i think my mic was muted it might have been muted but i immediately deleted the vod i was like i don't even know like maybe like 
I don't know if I had any sort of private conversation with my parents that could have been overheard. I was so shook. I deleted the VOD, everything. Yeah. I was like, oh I hate it with all my heart. So, like, ever since then, I always immediately, the raid goes through, end stream, close OBS, put my webcam behind my monitor, because I don't want to be <laughs> one of those people that shows up on live stream fails because they took their clothes off right after stream oh, no. or they were doing something inappropriate right after stream. <laughs> I do not want to be that person. I, maybe I want to be on there because I choked on food because food is delicious and it's funny, <laughs> but not because I showed whole or something. You know what I mean? Not whole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do y'all have any stories of like okay, any wait, funny? First of all, like, would you be like bending all the way down in order to show? Like, how oh my happen? god! <laughs> Listen, it could happen. You never know. Um, I don't. Okay. I was just, you know, it could happen. I guess. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Not their ruby just spreading wide up. <laughs> Full moon. Full moon. Exactly. Uh, but um, yeah, do y'all have any any stories, anything that comes to mind when you uh, when I showed y'all this video and y'all were like, oh, oh, I, I definitely can think <laughs> of a time for my stream when something interesting happened. <laughs> Um, first of all, that video was insane. Like <laughs> the fact that her mom literally <laughs> just fell through the roof <laughs> or the ceiling, <laughs> not the, the ceiling, like her legs just yes. dangling. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have anything like big. Mine are all really small, like, um, minor, like silly moments. Um, one of them is, um, so I wear Invisalign. Um, and when I first got it, I, um, I spoke with a lisp. And everyone in my community was making fun of me, Aww. and I wanted to take them off. <laughs> so I decided to, like, go to my BRB screen and, like, take them off so I could just continue the rest of the stream <laughs> I uh, without it. Going. <laughs> and I forgot to mute my mic. <laughs> oh, no. And so, like, all they heard was, like, this. I'm sorry, first of all, <laughs> all the saliva <laughs> and, like, the little snaps of the Invisalign coming off of my teeth. Oh, and no. I was really embarrassed. And I was like, and then I saw, I was looking at chat, and, like, <laughs> they were telling me that I didn't mute the stream oh no uh, it's really embarrassing the <laughs> other one is um so i um i do whenever someone subs to my channel i do a sub dance um um so i let them choose a number between one and ten to choose like from a song um and i had just switched from obs to slobs and um i was still trying to fix like my audio settings oh no so um <clears throat> so like they, the person who subbed uh, had chosen the number and I could hear the music, so I was dancing, <laughs> but the stream couldn't hear the music. So literally all they heard oh, <laughs> was no. just, or all they saw was me dancing to no music, probably some breathing here and there. <laughs> and I no. Just wanted to, like, I just wanted to cry. I was the so sounds of you That's moving the most and lip syncing. Thing for sure. Yeah, <laughs> just like me dancing and then like <laughs> no music in the background. <laughs> Oh no! And unfortunately, there are t both. Those are both clips. Cl somewhere. Yeah, of course, of, <laughs> of course, course, of course. Yeah, for better or worse, you know. <laughs> what about you, Teeps? Do you have any 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 stories? I'm sure you do with like technical difficulties when it comes to like the rig that you use and all that stuff, right? Mm, oh yeah, I I do have um so. For my hand movements, I'm using this technology called Leap Motion. So it's like, you know, this small little thing attached on my, like the color of my shirt. 
so that it'll it's it kind of like acts like a cam you know Sa mm. similarly to like say connect oh yeah okay so that it like catches the movement of my hands like this so <laughs> i had just gotten my leap motion and i hadn't set it <laughs> set it up right because you know it needs to be calibrated etc etc so i remember i was i think i was streaming like you know slime brancher or something like that and you know we wanted to be comfy and everything because that's what we usually do and you know i was just chilling you know farming slimes <laughs> hunting them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in the background, you know, my hand was like doing this <laughs> for some reason. And then I... everyone was like, yo, Tips, like, what are you doing in the background? And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? What are you doing in the background? And then they were like, Tips, like, are you jerking up on stream? And I'm like, I look at my OBS and I'm like, wait, hold on, like, hold on. Like, where's my hand? <laughs> so yeah, um, that's basically like one thing that happened on stream. That's so funny. <laughs> For people who were listening on the podcast, basically, the hand was doing suspicious movements that made people think he was jerking off, which is the most funny thing. I, like, of course, of course, that would happen live on stream and everyone would see it. Yeah. And another one would be like, I re uh, like sometimes I just crack my neck like just like this. Mm -hmm. And one day, my whole program decided to just bug, and I was stuck literally like in this position, like, <laughs> oh, no. like with my mouth dangling open like this, just broken oh, no. neck, just just chilling. And people are like, neck. "Wait, tapes? Like, are yeah? Like, are you are you stuck or something?" And you know, all you can see is like this. Oh, and no. hear my voice like yeah i'm okay my neck is stuck, you know like it's, i'm okay <laughs> everything is fine everyone don't worry about it <laughs> everything is under control do not worry <laughs> oh my god that's uh, that's really funny that's funny <laughs> oh my god uh, but uh i actually wanted to get into a little bit more of uh what it's like to be a vtuber because last time we spoke this was on a previous show that i that i had um you weren't doing it yet so how how did you decide to go from being a irl kind of streamer to then being a vtuber mm, it happened you know Kind of like through YouTube. So recently, at some point, I just got a lot of like um, recommendations on these like Hololive VTubers that are basically like Japanese VTubers that um, are like actors or idols for a corporation. So I got like, you know, a lot of these recommendations on clips and such on YouTube. And I was like, oh, like, this is so cool. Like, what is this? And then I kind of like, you know, fell in love with the whole thing because I had used Facebook before, just not as, you know, seriously as they do. And then I went on and researched for some of the like English VTubers on Twitch's side because obviously I couldn't understand Japanese. So I was like, you know, I need someone that I can actually understand. And then I stumbled upon this one, like one of the biggest VTubers. And she was basically like, you know, using a 3D model like I am right now, but she wasn't using a mic or anything. She was using like a notepad to type with her chat, chat and all that. Yeah. And that's basically, you know, kind of like what um, rekindled my whole love for content creation, because by that time I had like really no low numbers and I was literally like 
in despair like what am i doing wrong like what Aww. am i doing yeah so very at that relatable point, I was like, side note yeah yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> so at that point i was like like she's using a virtual avatar and she's not even using a mic and she was basically like breaking all the like you know quote unquote standards mm -hmm. on you know regular streaming and i was like you know what i'm gonna try this out and well, now I'm basically here. So that's basically what, how I got into it. I just, you know, got pulled into it through some people and then I just decided to do it myself. That's awesome. Um, another question that I that I have is like, how are you finding it different now? Like now that you've been into it for a while, how are you finding like some of the bigger differences between streaming before and now after becoming a VTuber? Mm. Honestly, like, I'd say that the biggest difference is that I'm able to express myself more freely because, like, I've always been super uncomfortable with using a cam. I was always, like, extremely conscious about myself. I was constantly, like, checking myself out on OBS, like, do I look good? Am I making, like, funny faces, etc., etc. Yeah. Like, it was obsessive at that point. So, like, doing this and everything is, like, it's more free and it's, in my opinion, also more expressive, at least for me. So... A lot of people have commented that ever since I became a VTuber, I've been, I guess, like more open and I also feel happier with my own choices now. So I'd say that's like the biggest um, impact that it has had on me. And also, of course, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I also always find it like funny, a, a funny idea. Like, what would I be like, like if I was an anime character with like, you know, funny expressions, etc., etc yeah and well here i am yeah no that's awesome that's like probably the biggest thing yeah. yeah yeah and i think um i remember um when i used to watch your streams back in the day as well i remember you mm. you saying that you were very like into fashion you love to express yourself like visually as well so i feel like with even with v2 with being a vtuber and having that model you're able to like express yourself even further and like get even more exaggerated and things that you maybe wouldn't even do like wouldn't be able to do IRL and stuff like that, which is really mm -hmm. cool. Uh, it is actually kind of true because like I'm able to switch my outfits and such. I mean, I, I would, you know, show them off on stream, but <laughs> you know, I, I, I think we'll save it up. Uh, but yeah, I, I have like tons of different outfits. So in a sense, it allows me to kind of like express myself through fashion as well. And, you know, I'm able to create my own outfits in a sense that I wouldn't be able to create IRL. So that's also another, you know, good thing. It allows me to also be creative uh, through myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, as far as uh, as content creation, we I don't think we got into this when you were a guest geek on on the on last on the first episode that you were in. So uh, for people who don't really know, uh, like, how did you get started with content creation? Yeah, so um, I actually started streaming. Uh, I'm in my third year now, so um, yes. it started off because I uh, I met a, like I joined a community on Twitch, an art community, um, and that's where I met a lot of my friends. And so through uh, through that streamer, who's also a YouTuber, um, I really got inspired. Um, she really like was like the main motivation for me to start streaming because I enjoyed uh having those conversations with her and the community and then so when i started streaming i did it more so just to like uh 
create a space for me and my friends to like just play play games like I started off streaming Splatoon, and so when we would play Splatoon, I would stream it, and uh, it was really more just a place for me to uh, to hang out with my friends, and they could see me while like we all played. And then as the years progressed, like I started uh, doing a little more, like I started doing YouTube videos, and then like starting taking streaming a little more serious. Um, so yeah, it's just through uh, a streamer that I uh, started streaming. Just like I, I really enjoy that community, and then. I wanted to uh, create a space and a community of my own. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yes, I just figured because that's been a new question that that I've been asking these days. Because I feel like uh, even for people who are familiar with us as content creators, this is not just like something that we talk about super often, like how we got started with content creation and stuff like that. Um, by the way, Tips, you can dive into a little bit as well because we we got into like that transition from IRL to VTuber, but we never got into like you getting started as a content creator and that all of that. Mm -hmm. So do you want to get into it a little bit? Uh, sure, I can make it quick. So this is also my third year. I had my third anniversary back in uh, February already. Yes. So um, I, started, I started out as a, um, as a regular cam streamer or IRL <laughs> streamer. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was a cam streamer for like three years and I've been through a lot of like different rebrands. At first I started out as Tipo because my IRL nickname is Tips. So Tips wasn't available, so people called me Tipo instead. And from there, I didn't feel like I wanted to use my own face as like my, you know, my brand face. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned or rebranded from there to a animal-based mascot, which was Deer Fox. And then, you know, there was like a lot of things going on during the whole like Deer Fox phase. Like it was fun and everything. But at that point, I kind of started like to, how should I put it? Like it kind of like started to form out in my head like what kind of theme i want and what kind of like you know what do i want from my community so i had different reasons for why i rebranded into deer fox but later on like a year later or so it didn't seem to like align with all the things that i stand for nowadays so that's basically how cafe potion was born and it actually feels longer than this, but I started technically like unofficially VTubing on April. Uh, the reason why I say unofficial is because I didn't have my own model yet. I was using a a placeholder model from, you know, FaceRig and all that. Mm. So with my own model, like the one that you see right now, I started streaming like officially as a VTuber or as a, you know, VTuber on my own on uh, last month, actually. Or nice. no, wait, on July. Yeah. So it's been like oh, two months yeah. now. Nice. Yeah. Time yeah, I was ask is a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. Time, time is a weird thing <laughs> these days. I'm time like, is a weird thing. I don't know. I don't know. What like sometimes time? it feels like it's been like three months. Sometimes it's been like a year and you're like, we're still in 2020. What's going on? And sometimes it's like, hold on. It's September already. Like it's both. Like right. it either feels like it's go sometimes it feels like it's going too fast. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, 2020 <laughs> is so weird. <laughs> um, but uh, before we get into our next topic, uh, just a friendly reminder that we are partnered, or I am partnered, I should say, with uh, Caf. Uh, not nope, Grinding Coffee. <laughs> the word is 
cafe in Portuguese. So that's why I, I, I got confused for a second, y'all. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, grindingcoffee.co. They are an LGBTQIA and black-owned business. And uh, there's I have a linkaroo that you can use and support. You can support me. You can support them. So uh, there's a link in, uh, in the chat for those watching on Twitch right now. And uh, there will be a link in the description for those of you watching or listening to in the podcast services or YouTube or anything like that. Uh, you get 13% off if you use my coupon, Project Ruby. So consider it. Have a good one. Free shipping in the U.S. It's great. I've heard amazing reviews about them. I cannot wait to get my own at home and to even order my own. Um, so, yeah, get into it. Uh, but speaking of other Twitch things, <laughs> I recently um, on, on social media, um, there was this Reddit post that got posted on Twitter. Um, and um, it was an advice situation. I'm going to read it. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to do a different voice so that y'all know I'm reading something that I didn't write and this is not my own words. So uh, this is quote. Um, so this is from an advice thread on, on Reddit. And this person said, quote, there is this Twitch streamer that I've started to watch often and I've grown to like her quite a bit. This may just sound like me being a viewer who's just attracted to a hot Twitch streamer, but she lives in my city and I'd like the opportunity to maybe meet up with her and ask her out. She's really pretty. I like her personality and it's just really refreshing to see a girl who's into stuff like gaming, Star Wars, and other nerdy things. All my previous girlfriends hated stuff like that and I can't help but gravitate towards this Twitch streamer because of it. This streamer's social media has her doing pretty basic stuff, like going out to eat and going to the gym. I suppose the simple thing would be to go to the gym that she goes to. But most people I know only go to the gym to work out for themselves and don't care to flirt and meet potential dates there. My plan right now is to apply for jobs at vitamin and nutrient stores that I suspect her of going to. These stores being right by the gym she goes to. But there's no guarantee that I'd get hired, nor is there a guarantee that she even goes there. I just really want the chance to be with this girl, and I don't know what to do to meet up with her. Any advice? So... <laughs> <laughs> I I stopped reading if that wasn't obvious enough by the voice that I was doing. <laughs> um, so um, obviously social media had several reactions to this. The main one yeah. being, oh, hell no. <laughs> um, and um, so I kind of wanted to use this as an opportunity because there's not much for us to discuss with that because it's like it's creepy that there's sure. not much to add to it like it's wrong like don't do it whatever but i wanted to get yeah. into the idea and the concept of parasocial relationships um mm -hmm. and how live streaming may be a way for for that to kind of um get not more incentivized if you will because we don't want to like victim blame people for stuff like that or for things that we can't really control um, but let me quickly just pull up the definition because some folks out there may be wondering what parasocial relationships are. Um, and um, it's actually like um, 
a psychological like term that got coined very like in the 50s if i'm not mistaken and um let me just quickly pull this up so yeah uh this is from wikipedia so <laughs> take it would take it with a grain of salt um but <laughs> but basically according to wikipedia uh parasocial interactions refer to any kind of psychological relationship experienced by an audience in their mediated encounters with performers in the mass media particularly on television that's how it got started with like people uh developing these parasocial relationships with like actors and fictional characters and stuff like that um so viewers or listeners come to consider media personalities as friends despite having limited interactions with them um psi aka parasocial interactions uh, is described as an illusionary experience such that media audiences interact with personas like talk show hosts celebrities and in this case live streamers influencers whatever you may call that uh as if they're engaged in a reciprocal relationship with them uh the term was coined in, in 1956 so basically at the time it was coined for like tv personalities like celebrities stuff like that but it's still relevant to these days clearly according to this reddit thread it's still very relevant so um have you um first of all how do you feel about this do you feel like this is an accurate representation of like how things can be uh like streaming do you think streaming can contribute to the development of parasocial interactions who wants to go first I, 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 uh, absolutely. Um, I want to like, <clears throat> I feel like I've sort of been on both sides, obviously not like as creepy as right. the Reddit post, <laughs> but like, for instance, like how I said earlier, like, uh, my first Twitch community was an art streamer and she was also a YouTuber. So, um, she vlogged. So, uh, I remember when I first joined, uh, there was sort of like this fanboy like moment for me, like, oh my gosh, she said my name. Oh my gosh. She knows me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, obviously, the more you inter, like, the more I interacted with her, like, I, the more she got to, like, in my head, like, got to know. This sounds really <laughs> wrong, but it's not. But, like, um, you sort of feel like uh, you begin to know them, especially when they start, when they uh, share uh, part of their lives on the internet. Um, but obviously, like, you only know, like, so much about them. You only know, like, what they show. Um, so I think that it's really easy for people to sort of feel like they know uh, streamers uh, just because they talk to them on a regular basis and are, um, I don't know, it's uh, it's very interesting. Uh, it's very creepy, uh, for sure, with that Reddit post. Um, yeah. But I want to say that Twitch is definitely not a dating site, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, but like, on the other hand, like, I too have sort of had a similar situation where... Uh, I had someone follow me uh, on all social media. Oh, I thought. And they would always. <laughs> in <laughs> no. person, I was like, oh. no, 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 <laughs> no. When it comes to like sharing my personal, like I try not to, like I try not to share like what state I'm in, like my yeah. job, right? Like much of that, just because like I'm very like paranoid. Um, uh, but yeah, someone followed me on on Twitch, and then they started following me on social media, and they would come to my. Uh, my channel and they would start flirting which is like it's fine it's innocent um but then it kept happening and then uh dm started happening and they started asking for like 
<laughs> for nudes and all that stuff. Um, Ooh, it's very, girl. it's very, un yeah, it's very like uncomfortable at that time. I didn't know how to set boundaries. Um, yeah. So like, uh, so like my way of, uh, I would honestly just ignore them. And then I found them on another, like, another streamer channel and um they started flirting with me again and like saying the same things they would say in dms oh. and it was really uncomfortable yeah and it wasn't until i told them that at the time i was in a relationship they were like oh i thought you were joking like i didn't realize you were in a relationship <laughs> and then <laughs> the next day literally they had unfollowed me on everything like social media they unfriended me on steam of all places <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just like oh okay like it's just like it's it's weird how sometimes people think that um we're not human and we're just here to uh, provide them like content for them to like i don't know just like just provide them content in general and just like i don't think they think that like we have feelings too and like right. we're humans and, like, <laughs> it's just all very weird it, it's it's an interesting scenario because obviously it's also a slippery slope because obviously as we build a community we want everyone to be friends and to be friendly yeah. um mm -hmm. which includes us obviously like we're there and people interact with us every day they interact with us on like sometimes off stream if we have like voice chats on our discords and stuff like that or we interact in other people's streams as like fellow viewers and stuff like that so that obviously is a thing and obviously friendships can happen obviously like um but uh, I think it's I think it's often something that people don't realize is that what makes this imbalanced and what makes this a parasocial interaction is when you know more about me than I know about you. Right. Because that's the whole idea of like if you compare obviously in, when it comes to the level of platform, we can't really be compared to like, quote unquote, regular celebrities like they have thousands upon thousands of like people that like idolize them and stuff like that so we we obviously can't be necessarily compared to that extent but in that sense like just because you see this artist or this celebrity on like you watch every single interview that they do you may get a glimpse of their personalities but you don't really know know them know them you know like you don't you don't interact with them when they're having a bad day you don't interact with them when uh, you know no cameras are on and they're just like wearing their pajamas and they're just like chilling at home and like having regular conversations uh, and that kind of applies to Twitch streams in a, in a different way, obviously, because we are a little bit more personal. We are a little bit more unfiltered because we don't have um, like PR people telling us what to say and what to do and how to act and all that stuff. So it does. That's why it contributes to more dangerous parasocial situations, because we are more unfiltered. And like a lot of people share a lot of personal information on their own channels, like um like you said, like some people share like where do they work, where do they like the state that they live in and stuff like that, which is not exactly wrong, but it can be used as fuel for people to be like, oh, my God, they're in my area. Oh, my God, I uh, I have a, an idea of where they work or I have an idea of where they live and and stuff like that. And the imbalance there is due to the fact that you don't like we don't really know you the same way that you know us. Uh, in some cases we do, like in some cases, obviously we're going to be closer to some members of the community than others. And sometimes we will have right. private conversations and, and stuff like that. Um, but there is like a lot of stuff that people don't know about us and it, that's not in a bad way. Like, it doesn't mean that you can't be a member of our communities. It doesn't mean that we don't 
consider you like someone who were friendly with or um but I, I do feel like in the live stream world we do throw around the word friend a lot like sometimes you know you follow someone on twitter they follow you and like you refer to them like even i'm guilty of doing this and you're like oh my god my friend is here my friend is doing this with me and it's like if you actually think about it like we're not necessarily like chatting every day we're not like having yeah. these conversations we don't really know like deep stuff about one another and like another thing that i wanted to touch on real quick before i ask for teeps perspective is that us being single like our relationship status is not an invitation or a non-invitation for you to flirt with us like the fact like this person followed ed and they were like they unfollowed the second that they found out he was in a relationship like the chances of you two being together were zero regardless of not like whether you were in a relationship or not like that and that's something that it's kind of harsh for me to say but like it's true like like the average person that comes to any of our streams or any live stream like what are the chances that you're gonna date them like zero like unless you you happen to know them personally then i doubt it it it, it will happen and like twitch is not a dating website although people have i know before people at me like i know people have met each other through twitch i know people have started dating through twitch and i'm not against that idea myself but it has to be something of like i can't be watching this person for like three months and being like oh i hope they they fall in love with me one day like that's not how that works but yeah what what's what's your take on on, on this uh on this teeps especially being a vtuber i i wonder if there's like some differences with with that too Mm, honestly like regarding the whole situation i'm kind of like you know very yikes because you know that's that's kind of a you know very stalker-ish you oh, know yeah. behavior obviously yeah um i've never really personally before i became a vtuber i never really personally um came to that point where someone was being like that towards me i mean there were you know some occasions but they were like quickly cut down um like before vtubing there was like this one person who was you know like giving me beats and giving me like you know some tips every now and then etc etc like they were like being super nice to me and then they kind of like took it for granted as in like you know being able to tell me whatever or say whatever to me mm, right yeah. so at one point like on stream i just kind of you know went off like not too not too badly i didn't go off to off and then like too badly i just said that you know you can't say that to me because you know that takes me off and it's not right like you can't talk to me like i'm so some sort of like you know a spit a spitting cup right and then like on stream like in my chat during my live stream they went off on me like i've been like giving you bits and i've been you know sub to you for so oh long my like, God. i've been supporting you for so long like you know like if you treat me like this you'll lose a supporter or something like that right there's yeah. the door yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so on your way out you know, <laughs> yeah so i banned them but um i'd say like now that i actually think about it uh i'd say that with retubing it can be you know a bit more heavier regarding that because like obviously you know i'm not a real i mean i am a real person behind a fictional character but mm -hmm. ultimately, this is a fictional character that I'm portraying myself as. Right. And as we all know, uh, we've all had those, like, you know, fictional character, like, you know, crushes. Right. right? And um, I've had a kind of, like, you know, 
moments like that happening happening to me where you know people feeling like quote unquote fell in love with my character instead of like me as a person i feel mm. like you know especially as a vtuber a lot of people tend to forget that i'm not only a character like there's a real human behind right. this character right so there was once this one person who came into my chat and then they were all like you know you know super cutesy and stuff like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie but i tend to also be like extremely like flirty as well but not like heavily but i do tend to do like you know light flirting yeah fun flirty stuff kind of like yeah like you know friendly in a friendly manner so this person suddenly came into my dms usually i'm not like too weirded out by dms or anything like that because they were like being friendly they were like hi how are you doing etc 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 but um a after that it kind of like became more serious like mm. they were trying to kind of like you know look after me a lot and i was like like you don't have to look after me like first of all like i'm an adult like you don't have to like look after me this much and then they were like, well, yes, I do, because you don't take care of yourself, yada, 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 Ooh. and I want to take care of you. <laughs> yeah. And all this, like, happened within a week. And on the, like, sixth day or something like that, after us, you know, interacting for the first time, they were like, you know, like, like, do you think that we could become something? Because I, I think I'm in love with you and all that <sighs> stuff. Oh. Like 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 i love how you're a fantasy character yada 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 mm -hmm. like they weren't talking about me as a real person they were right. talking about me as a vtuber which yeah kind of was creeping me out like imagine if you were talking about talking to like someone who looked like i don't know gladios or something something like that you know mm -hmm. on stream right now yeah it would be like like the sense between reality and you know fantasy yeah. is very slim on some people especially when it comes to like people like me yeah it's that's mm. really interesting to hear because i in my head when i asked the question i actually thought oh maybe it's like it doesn't happen as much because you because you have the the animated model i would assume people like I, I didn't think of that. Like people would fall in love with the with the model, with the character, rather than like you. Or people would be become obsessed with that. Obviously, not everyone. Mm. We don't want to generalize, but there's like a no, small no, no. percentage of people who, who who may do that. Um, I fortunately haven't had situations where like I've had a viewer kind of overstep boundaries like that. Um, I've had a couple situations with fellow streamers, actually, um, where it was like, um, I actually had to ban flirting on my Discord at all because people would easily go from, like, like lighthearted, like, flirty banter to then, like, be being, like, hinting at, like, oh, you can always slide into the DMs. You can, al like, always hinting at, like, more and, like, them feeling a certain kind of way let's just say that let them feeling spicy that day or whatever and um it's just like even though my community is plus 18 because we do talk about mature topics and we swear and all that stuff that's really like not we're not that plus 18 okay <laughs> um but I, I think it's really important for people to realize that even uh for the folks who aren't like who, who use like webcams and stuff like that it's it's different, like, um, it's not that we're different people off stream, 
but sometimes people may fall in love with the idea of you like this person did like when we like when i was reading this story like this guy fell in love with the, the concept of a nerdy girl who's into stuff that he is but he doesn't know this person as a person you know um and in in our cases for example like you may know ruby but you don't know like me off stream like you may know project ruby but you may but you don't know ruby off stream when i'm not streaming when i'm not because for all intents and purposes this is not us being fake but it's not like we just turn on the camera and we just like speak freely about anything like no we are careful about not spilling personal information about like personal details as as far as like where we live where we're from or um what we do like stuff about our family stuff about like interpersonal relationships like obviously you don't know all of that stuff so that's something that i feel like is an important reminder for folks to know that it's uh it's okay for you to have a good time it's it's okay for you to enjoy your place in a community but it's also important to like know your place in a way you know like it's just like we're all just like community members on this like discord server or in this twitch community and we're not like friends like that we're not like you know in a relationship or there's really not the chance of being in a relationship like that um but yeah i think it's also like related to consent right because it's like if a streamer or if whomever dms me or if i dm someone and we have that back and forth and as the layers kind of get taken away of like okay we're going in depth like deeper and deeper becoming friends and then becoming more if it happens naturally and if both people are, are on board then perfect but it's like that moment and as you saw from from their both of their stories it's like a lot of the times it happens like so quickly and it's like within shortly after following you or being a part of the community these people just like completely fall in love with the idea of you and they're like oh um sl i'm sliding into your dms i i want to send all these things to you and I, we, let's do all these things and it's like mm, no no please <laughs> yeah i just want to quick out quickly point out what spin said in chat uh they said uh psa just because you give someone bits or sub doesn't mean you own them and like just that's really important yeah for people to know um support mm -hmm. streamers because you genuinely want to support their content not because you think you're going to get something out of it so yeah absolutely i was gonna ask do you do you think twitch as a website could be better at discouraging that kind of behavior uh, because there's the argument out there that Twitch as a website kind of encourages it by the way that people can interact so easily with people and even with bits and even the idea of channel points and people basically like with channel points being able to control quote unquote what you do. Obviously, the streamers are the ones that set up the channel points and what we're willing to do and whatnot. But um, do you think that Twitch contributes to the phenomenon of like the parasocial interactions or do you think that's on the person we can start with tips this time <laughs> i personally honestly think that it's on the person because like it all comes out from you as a streamer obviously like twitch doesn't necessarily like encourage it in any manner in my opinion because like even if twitch took like bits or you know subs out they would be able to still give you money through tips for example so it doesn't like necessarily you know encourage it in any way in my opinion 
it's just a different form of supporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like all the thoughts comes from you as a viewer, in my opinion. Like, no. I mean, like, there is always a thought that, oh, I want to give you bitties and I want to give you, like, subs, etc., etc. But even if they were unavailable, I would still be able to give them or give support through other manners, like, yeah. well, donations and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people do that, like, on socials as well. Like, it's not a Twitch-only thing. Like, people do that on Twitter, for example, and they slide into people's DMs and they don't know them that well, but they slide into the DMs and they like ask these inappropriate things or whatever it may be. Uh, but yeah, what's your take mm-hmm. on it, Ed? Do you think Twitch could be more responsible for this or do you think it's not on Twitch at all and it, it should be on on each person? I agree with Teeps. I think it's uh, more so uh, on the, the streamer themselves. I think uh, I think it's up to us to uh, learn to set boundaries with our viewers. Um, uh, I think that's really important, just so that they don't get the uh, the wrong message uh, from you. So yeah, uh, yeah. I was actually gonna ask that. Do you think it should be on the streamers, uh, or do you think streamers should be held more responsible for this? Because some would say that maybe streamer, some streamers encourage that sense of we're friends. Where I'm not, I'm not gonna call you my follower. You're my friend. And let's become friends. If you follow, you're a part of, obviously, a part of the community. And uh, do you think streamers either consciously or subconsciously do that, like, without even realizing? Mm. Honestly, like, I tend to, you know, consider my community as my friends personally. Mm -hmm. And if you follow me, I kind of want to, you know, consider you a budding member, if that makes any sense. So I do, you know, personally call people friends, etc., etc. Like, hey, how are you doing, friend? Like, how are you doing today? It's more so to, you know, make people feel more, um, more as a member of the bigger picture rather than a follower, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Because like, it is more welcoming, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but at the same time, I am very stern with my own rules and my own boundaries. So I do agree extremely well with um, Ed here that you as a streamer need to very much so set out boundaries, not only for yourself, but for your community members. Because like, I feel like the biggest problem with streamers, especially nowadays, is that a lot of people don't really know how to be community leaders, in my opinion. Mm. And that's where the biggest problem lies. Like, a lot of it, you know, comes from, you know, we were having a certain kind of expectation that, yes, this is okay. But right. if you don't set a an example for people, then no one else will. So basically, you need to remember that this is your house and yeah. these are your rules. And this is how you want people to behave in your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ed. No, I definitely uh, agree. I think it's also, uh, as I think it's also important for viewers themselves. Like you think it's common sense to like mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Uh, know how to behave like a certain way. Um, uh, but I also think like as much as it's like I think the streamer's responsibility to create boundaries. I think I wish I wish I wish viewers to not not all viewers, but like those who uh, um, can sometimes come off as like creepy. I just wish they knew like what like I just wish they knew how to read a room and like yeah. know realize that like 
the things that they're saying just uh it's, it's ruining the vibe or like i don't know it's it's um i wish it wasn't the case where like the streamers had to like set boundaries but unfortunately like we have to because otherwise like things like that reddit post would just keep on happening and it's a shame mm-hmm. that um uh there's people like that out there uh uh, and I, when I was reading the the post on Twitter, I I saw a lot of people saying, um, specifically women saying that this is what like prevents them from streaming, or like that's like the uh-huh. biggest fear and the shame that they have to uh, have that as their fear. Um, I don't know. People just need to do better. <laughs> yeah. No. And obviously, we're speaking as well from our own perspectives, um, and um, the perspective of a female streamer or a female presenting streamer is way different. Uh, there's multiple stories and we kind of touched on this when that game uh, gamer girl was like the trailer of that came out um, and how there are plenty of female streamers who have dealt with stalkers who've dealt with uh, like like super super creepy behavior and um, people just like sending them in a inappropriate stuff all the time so like uh, it's definitely a different perspective when it comes to like, obviously depends on your identity as a person and like how you identify unfortunately that's how different the perspective can be uh we actually have a question from ruin crown by the way if you are watching this live you get the opportunity to ask us questions uh within the channel points uh it's easier for me to keep track of the questions, so you can do that uh you don't have to ask about stuff that is related to this conversation you can ask about anything as long as it's within terms of service we can have a little q a portion of the um, of the show where you just get to ask us like random questions or uh yeah um so but this question is actually related to what we're talking about so uh the question from ruin crown is seeing how mods tend to be closer to you than a regular viewer uh where do you draw the line with mods Ooh, that's a good one that's really good um i think uh for me personally it's all about uh, not being afraid to hold your mods uh, accountable for things they do, and uh, it's it's again it's all about like boundaries. Um, mods are a representation of your community. Um, they they are also like sort of like co-leaders in your community. So for me personally, I uh, I thankfully haven't had to deal with it, but I know that if one of my mods um, did something that I didn't agree with, I would. Uh, message them uh i would dm them and message them and talk to them i think for me it's uh for me i want my mods to be uh welcoming and um and i want the community to feel like they can uh go to them um if uh if i'm not available so i think it's all about just being able to hold your mods accountable and realize that yeah you're like close friends with them but um don't be afraid to call them out when they mess up yeah um, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say something to that effect too because uh, I think what happens sometimes and Teeps touched on people not being good team not team uh, community leaders and I think being uh, not saying that like we're amazing community leaders like all of that stuff because nobody's like perfect or whatever but um, one thing that I notice sometimes goes unchecked is people let moderators and sometimes subscribers and sometimes people who are like in that bit leaderboard of like the people who give the most bits or whatever sometimes they let those people get away with stuff that maybe a 
quote unquote regular pe- uh, regular viewer wouldn't be able to get away with. So I think the main thing for me is like holding everyone to the same standard. So um, for me, uh, unless you know me personally, you're not going to know more things about me than someone who's not a moderator. For me, a moderator is someone who just genuinely likes the community and wants to be a, a, a part of it. And they want to help you like curate it and help like make the experience smoother for everyone. So um, I don't think that also should come with a, with a like, oh yeah, we need to give special perks to to mods or we need to like, the, like being a moderator is a choice that the person made at the end of the day. Like you're not being paid. Like we can't legally pay you to be a moderator like within ter- Twitch terms of service. So it's yeah. even like, it, it even goes as far as that. It's like you're not owed anything just because you're a moderator. So I, I think it's just reminding people of that. I think there's a, a way where you can remind people of like, hey, we're all having a great time here, but like you don't need to flirt with me like that. Or, or like sometimes I say it because um, like sometimes someone gets a, a gift sub and all of a sudden they feel all brave and mighty to like say shit that they normally wouldn't say. And you're like, um, just because you have a sub icon doesn't mean that you can say anything you want. Uh, there was a situation not that long ago where uh, I was doing, I don't remember if I was singing or if I was like trying to learn a dance or something. And someone came in and I think they got gift subbed. I don't remember if they got gift subbed or if they actually purchased the sub. Regardless, it doesn't matter um, because the person was like, ew, or like they said something of the effect of like, oh, no, what did I get myself into? And or like, what is this stream kind of thing? And I was like, uh, excuse me, just because you like rated my stream a couple times or just because you have a sub icon doesn't mean that you get to talk and do whatever you want like you still have to respect and you still like you have to respect this space and um like you have to be a decent person so obviously it doesn't have to do with like people and parasocial relationships or anything like that but yeah i think it's drawing the line the same way that you draw it with with someone else right teeps Mm, i definitely agree with that yeah um I personally hold everyone accountable, like, regardless of what their status is, because, like, you know, especially on mods, because obviously, just like Ed said, mods are representation of your channel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously, I want my channel to be represented a certain manner. And no, I do not welcome, you know, trashy behavior in my channel. So I expect my mods to behave accordingly as well. Obviously, you know, we're all not perfect and we make mistakes every now and then. So, I mean, like, Whenever that happens, I do tell them, like, in a kind of a stern manner that, hey, this is and this is what happened, and this is what happened. It's happened before a couple of times, um, but, you know, we all learn. Like, it's, it's yeah. not like they take it, like, too personally. Like, a good mod knows how to, you know, um, take things like an adult or in a mature way yeah. and learn from things, in my opinion, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say is appropriate behavior? Obviously, common sense isn't as common as we would like to think. So (laughs) what would you say uh, is like appropriate behavior for people watching a live stream uh, without getting away, like without getting caught up in, you know, the drama of like... um, you know, falling in love, quote unquote, with the streamer, um, or 
something like that. And actually, uh, while you think of, of this one, I can answer this question mm -hmm. real quick from Penny in chat. And she asked, how do you know when you have taken a joke too far? Uh, like as a viewer, I guess, from the perspective of a viewer, like when when do they know if they've taken a joke too far? And I will say... I think it's like it depends uh usually there's like if you have to say in the beginning part of your message like oh i don't want to come off as rude but or i'm not a racist but i'm not a homophobe but or i don't want to sound inappropriate but that usually means that whatever you're about to say is what you quote unquote don't want to come off as so um if you have to like really think about it, like, oh, I don't know if I should post this. There's a likelihood that you shouldn't post it, like you're taking it too far. I think in most cases, I, I would say it's 50-50, right? Like in some cases, people don't want to call anyone out and they just roll with the punches. But like if you repost your message like three times and the person ignores it, there's a chance that the person is just like trying to avoid a confrontation. Um, if um, I think a lot of the times we, the, the streamer will be like, hey, that joke is too much or like, oh, don't say something like that or like, oh, not this. Like, I think I think you can kind of tell a lot of the times it's like the streamer will like actively say something, but sometimes they, they won't. But we kind of got into it already. It's like it's a it's the streamer should be the one at the end of the day to like just tell you like, hey, that's too far. Um, but yeah, uh, do y'all have any um any ideas when it comes to like the um is it bad that i forgot the question that i asked y'all <laughs> for this one? Oh, proper behavior oh yeah yeah, yeah appropriate behavior <laughs> there you go it's my uh, bad honestly like it it very much varies from streamer to streamer in my opinion like for example um in my community i don't necessarily like people getting too raunchy because like mm. it makes me heavily uncomfortable and i know that it makes other people extremely uncomfortable however i know a lot of like other streams that are very much like super wild you know so honestly like it really comes in my opinion it basically boils down on your own acceptance on what you as a streamer deem acceptable within your community like if you don't like it then you know you should probably ban it Mm -hmm. Or at least give a warning mm -hmm. or a timeout yeah, or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about you, Ed? I, I tell them the same, same way. We're like, like, play flirting, that's fine. But, like, once it gets, like, really raunchy and, like, mm -hmm. that's where, like, I draw a line and, like, start feeling uncomfortable. And I think a lot of, like, my community, too, gets really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, again, it's all just it all just roots back to, like, setting those boundaries from the beginning. Um, set an example, as Teep said, and... I think everyone will be able to uh, to realize like what the vibe in that community is. Yeah, uh, and and it's a person to person situation because if you if you've known or if you're familiar with someone for a while and they say something, you will probably take it as a joke or you'll probably you know there's a chance that you won't take it as seriously as like if someone comes in for the first time today and they say something and you're like that's you're getting overly familiar here like that's not yeah. like you know you, you, i don't know you like that um i think yeah, it's... i've had some cases where people sorry no, i've had no, some no, cases where like where uh, like 
randoms just showed up and like said like really inappropriate things that just yeah. call for like a ban <laughs> like, no. Like, no. <laughs> yeah absolutely um and and someone in chat did say like um people there's a chance that people will misinterpret uh, like a regular compliment as flirting but there's definitely yeah. a difference like as much as we want to say like oh you know i was just complimenting you like that's and I talked about this on a previous episode of Breakfast at Ruby's. Sometimes inappropriate behavior isn't as black and white as people want it to be. Like there's a lot of gray areas and there's a lot of like, you know, the tone of the what how, the way that the person said it, like maybe the if the emote that accompanies the sentence or whatever. And there's a difference between saying like, I don't know, like, oh, your hair looks really good today. And just saying something like really thirsty and inappropriate. Um, like, I don't know, like there, there's ways of saying things to be taken as a joke or and, and to or to be even flirty. And there's I, I think a lot of the times it's kind of obvious. I think sometimes people like to play coy a little bit. They're like, oh, no, I was just like complimenting you. But it's like, um Telling me to step on you isn't a con. <laughs> wow, Abby. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I think it's obvious when it's uh, meant to be as a, like a compliment rather than yeah. like uh, flirting. Uh, just because, like you said, sometimes it's like what comes along with that message, like emotes or like if it's the fifteenth time that you've told me like sexy or like mm -hmm, yeah, like, I'm just like okay, like... or a pet name. <laughs> Yeah, not a pet name, but yeah. When yeah, constantly sure. they're like, hey, baby, hi, cutie. <laughs> like, <if> you... <laughs> like, sometimes, yeah. it, like, as a greeting, like, I can, like, get that, especially if you're already a member of the community, and they're like, hey, sweetie, hi, cutie, whatever. But if, if it's, like, every sentence that they say, it's, like, it has that, or it has, like, that vibe to it, you're like, okay, I'm not your baby. My name is Ruby. I have a name <laughs> that you can refer to me as. Yeah, don't don't call me, don't call me Angel. Alexa, play. Don't call me Angel. Uh, <laughs> um, Please call me Angel <laughs> because I am an angel. <laughs> there you go. There you go. See, it depends on each person. <laughs> um, we have another question from Ruin Crown, and the question is, what do you think of streamers who actively avoid letting viewers know they are in a relationship? Of course, the streamer does not have to disclose this information. Uh, it is completely up to them. But do you, do you not think this can create a false narrative for some viewers, giving them false hope? Yeah, I think that's the purpose sometimes. Like, I, I, I feel like sometimes... The idea is for them to play on the fact that people will fantasize about you and to a certain degree, like some people will. And I think it's playing up to that. I think in some cases, uh, I know there was a case with Pokimane and she, I think someone tried to expose her being like, oh, she's in a relationship. She's been in a relationship this whole time. And she made a video kind of addressing a lot of stuff and I'm not going to get into the entire video, but at some point she just said, I just want to keep my relationships private. Like, I just want to keep them to myself. I don't want people to um, have opinions on the relationship. Like, if a relationship is public, like, we've all seen examples of, like, YouTubers and, and streamers where they've taken their relationship publicly. And then next thing you know, people are like, oh, you shouldn't talk to him like that. Or like, oh, you let him talk to you like that. Or like, 
analyzing the way that you're interacting interacting on camera and being like, oh, wow, they're in a toxic relationship or like all these things based on what they see or what they hear about the relationship. So I think it's both. I think there's probably like some people take advantage of that. And obviously they do like, you know, like and good on them, honestly, like honestly, if people are going to sexualize you and you you you're, you feel comfortable being sexualized, then perfect. Like go for that. Um, yeah. But I, I, I definitely think you have to read the room like Ed was saying earlier, like you can go into you can go into someone who looks exact, not exactly like me, but someone, you know, who is a member of the LGBTQIA plus community, someone who may stream content that is similar to mine. And maybe on their community, you can say flirty things. Maybe, you know, for a certain amount of bits, they will take their shirt off. Like, I don't know. Like, it depends on, on each community and, and what's appropriate in each community. And you just have to kind of, uh, if someone calls you out on something, just be like, my bad. I get it. This is not that kind of stream. And there's nothing wrong with being that kind of stream, like I'm saying. But it depends on, on each community. But, yeah, do you think people should be more responsible with that when it comes to, like, you know, disclosing their relationship and stuff like that because there's definitely you lose on followers like i've definitely learned like there there's definitely a thing of like um especially with female streamers when they mention they have a boyfriend they immediately see the viewers drop and followers drop and stuff like that like it's that serious so do you blame them for not disclosing it's tough it's tough um some mm. um, how do i <laughs> it depends on uh, the situation in my opinion yeah mm -hmm. like personally uh, do you do you make it a point to disclose your relationship or if you do disclose the fact that you have a relationship like how do you determine what is kept private versus what you will talk about on stream or versus the things that you will show on social media yeah i think uh, for me personally uh i don't mind uh, disclosing that information, uh, I noticed that when I when people did know that I was in a relationship, uh, I noticed that the, like the flirting went down and um, the quote unquote thirst follows also. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> went, uh, which is perfectly fine for me. But um, uh, I think it's also finding a nice balance between uh, uh, not oversharing your relationship too, because that's just that's personal information that should be kept uh, to yourself, in my opinion. Um, well, for me personally, I would like, I'm not the person who would like talk about my, my relationship like all the time, but um, it's really, uh, I guess it just really depends it's on, on the streamer themselves, like whether or not mm -hmm. they feel comfortable sharing. Yeah. Personally, I don't mind like me saying that I'm single really isn't like a factor that I'm like, oh yeah, if I say that I'm single, I'm going to get more followers because it's yeah. like, I... I very quickly, when people start to head to that kind of conversation or like when the flirting starts to get a little bit more serious and less playful, I'm like, I'm not here to date you, so you can stop. But um, yeah. yeah, but for me, I don't mind disclosing like, oh, yeah, I've been on a date today or whatever. Like, I actually like that aspect of like coming into a stream, obviously pre-corona, uh, where I would be like, yeah, guys, I went on a date. But like, I um, yeah, I like the idea of being somewhat transparent. Um, I yeah. still haven't quite decided on like after, be like as 
I go into a relationship in the future because I'm not in a relationship right now, but in the future, if I go, if I get into a relationship, do I want to disclose? Do I want to show my partner on stream? Like it, th those are questions, like it, it, valid questions, like it, whether or not your partner is a public figure or not. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Like sometimes you can be in a relationship with someone who's a streamer and nobody will know that both of you are streamers and both of you, like you could be streaming from the same house and you in your stream you'd be like oh my god i'm in a relationship yeah she's great ew not she excuse me he's great uh <laughs> not that it's you but you know i couldn't relate um wow. <laughs> like oh you know he's great whatever and then it's like they could be streaming at the same time and you wouldn't even know that they're they're dating so i think for me i think it's kind of not like I wouldn't want to get super personal because I wouldn't want people to have opinions on the relationship. Like I wouldn't want people to get into the stream and be like, oh, your boyfriend sounds like an asshole because I happen to say something that like, oh, my God, can you believe he said this? Like because shit happens in relationships, but you wouldn't want to like to have strangers essentially be like, I think you should break up with him. I think you should do this. I think you should do that. Like, no, like that's probably a reason as to why, like, I may not share specifics about future relationships but yeah how how do you stand on that tips when it comes to to that mm. do you share do you not care do you care a lot <laughs> honestly like i take a lot of like you know uh, specific stance with someone you might know uh brandon actually um i am brandon so like He's in a relationship, and I also feel like it really depends on a relationship itself. Like, I always make sure, like, uh, when I was in a relationship a while ago, like a couple of months ago, I always made sure to ask my ex that, hey, like, you know, is it okay that I talk about this? Or is it okay that I disclose the information with people? Because I'm a very open person, and I don't mind sharing it with people. But I want to also make sure that my partner is comfortable with me talking about our relationship and of course you know i always make sure like to at least like tell them like what am i gonna be talking about and usually there are like you know small events like haha we were gaming and this happened ha 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 and we were talking about this and that like haha but it never goes into like you know being too personal you know mm -hmm. like it's yeah. just like those like small little moments to share with the people just like you know you would share like small moments with what were you were doing with your friend IRL, for example? Yeah, yeah. it just happens to be your partner. But yeah, I, I'd say that it really, really, really depends on uh, on a relationship. Like, if my if I ever got into a relationship where my partner didn't want me to disclose the fact that I am in a relationship, or at least you know talk about them, I would respect that. But I would at least let them know that yes, I will be telling people that I am in a relationship because I don't need people thirsting over me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like oh, the thing ahead. is that I don't want to use like the fact that I would be single or quote unquote I would be single for things like you know clout or something mm -hmm. like that because obviously I don't want people to be you know uh, creepy with me. So right. that's why personally for me it's like very important that I, at least I disclose that yes I am in a relationship or I would be in a relationship. I am very curious about this uh, aspect because I've never been in a relationship as a streamer. So mm. um, do you have conversations with your significant other um, as a streamer when it comes to like 
what you want to share or maybe like even certain things that you don't do or say at, like to res to quote unquote to respect the relationship because I know there's um this is also like a conversation when it comes to like relationships and like social media about like you know some people say like oh I don't post shirtless photos because I'm in a relationship like obviously mm. you know there's different parallels with streaming but have you experienced things of if you're comfortable talking about this have you experienced things of that nature in your relationship where you're like oh i i don't want to say or do or play certain games or whatever it is like do you have have you put like certain restrictions i guess on what you would do based on mm. the fact that you were in a relationship honestly not really like usually like in my opinion like every single relationship is based off of like good communication and also the fact that if you're in a relationship you don't want to feel restricted like obviously right. there are some boundaries that you need to have because you're in a relationship but like for example like uh sometimes i like to call my you know viewers cute because mm -hmm. well if they're acting cute i want to call them cute and i was asking my partner at the time like is it okay that i call people cute and he was like yeah no like that's no problem because like you're not like flirting with them or anything you're just you know just yeah. it's like pet talk or something like that and uh, yeah, it's all about, you know, discussing about um, your boundaries, like what is ac acceptable and what is not. Like, obviously, my partner didn't want me to, you know, be like thirst trapping or anything like that. I mean, not that I do, but, <laughs> you know, like, for yeah. example, like, you know that I have the bunny suit, for example, and that that can be very much a, you know, a thirst tra trap for some people. But my partner was like, no, like, I mean, you're, a, you're an entertainer and, you know, that's what you do. Like, you make people smile, etc., etc. It doesn't have to do anything with our relationship. Like, as long as it doesn't touch directly our relationship, then you're all fine. Yeah. Mm. But no, I never really, you know, had anything like that happen before where my partner was like, no, you can't do this and you can't do that. Like, usually we would just discuss about it. Like, are you okay with this and are you okay with that? Yeah. And that's kind of what I meant more of like the discussion rather than the person being like, oh, you can't do this. Because it's usually on the person mm. to be like, okay, I'm because I'm a streamer or because I'm an influencer or whatever, maybe like I don't want to do certain things because I don't want that to affect the relationship. Because obviously the, mm. if the person is like actively restricting you, then there's probably other issues there but yeah there, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah what about you ed i completely agree with tapes where i think communication is super important i also never had a case where um where we really had uh like restrictions or like um if anything i remember when we first started dating um we did have a conversation where like okay because uh me and uh my partner at the time had uh a lot of mutual streamer friends um and we we, we early on agreed that uh we wouldn't go into streams like saying like oh like hi baby or like you know like mm -hmm. like like ew, 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 ew. <laughs> i know <laughs> i know uh, Not that, like we, we said that in general but like but like you know like we made we made sure to like uh to uh to agree that like uh we wouldn't try to make the chant like the streamer uncomfortable with our relationship or like mm -hmm. put our relationship out there it's all about like just finding a like i don't know it's it's literally just like pretending like we're just friends and like that's it like <laughs> no lovey-dovey talk or anything yeah. <laughs> just because we didn't want to make our friends uncomfortable yeah that that makes sense it's mo it's mostly like communication based um yeah so we have a question um 
And um, I think this is going to be the last question because we're actually going a little bit over the hour mark. Not that we have a time limit or anything, but, you know, y'all probably have other things to do with your day. <laughs> uh, so, um, Arthstoska, I hope I said your name right. I'm so sorry if I didn't. They asked, um, at what they said, as someone who's dumb and oblivious, I'm sure you're not. I, I'm sure you could give yourself a little bit more credit than that. But that was what they said. Uh, at what point does the person cross the line from play flirting to really flirting? Ooh. Mm, honestly, like, personally, in my opinion, like, um, the cross is, like, behind your own comfortability. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're okay with, like, say, a little more raunchier flirting then i'd say you know that's like still a play for flirting but once it becomes like uncomfortable like as if it seems like they're making moves on you like serious moves on you that's like where the line is in my opinion like it really depends on your own comfortability level yeah what but i think uh, what they're trying to get into like specifically is mm -hmm. like what would you consider se a serious move right a serious move honestly like I, I like pep talk and all that, you know, like that's like, you know, playful flirting for me, like mm -hmm. acuity, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, nice little compliments and head pats and such like those are like all playful. But once it actually goes like beyond that, which is like, you know, like I, I, I wish you were here cuddling with me. Like I want to mm. kiss you, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Like I take you out on a date. That's when it kind of starts to get, you know, a, ser a little serious about it. Like when it when it when it's not fluff, that's what I'm trying to right, say. Right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good way to describe it. Like when it's no longer surface level, right? Mm. Or I think a good one for me, it's like I'm usually kind of okay with like jokey, flirty stuff if it's like on a chat room. Like if it's a public thing, yeah. everyone can see it. Like if we're in a general chat on Discord, everybody has access to that. Or if I'm streaming and people say like jokey stuff or sometimes even a little flirty because you know what? I'm a single human in this world. And sometimes it's okay to like have a little bit of a flirty situation. And, you know, it's all about consent as well. So, you know, if if I'm into it, then, you know, whatever. But what I'm trying to get at is like, I, I guess a good way for you to um decipher if you will whether or not something is too much i guess it's like if you wouldn't say it in chat or if you wouldn't say it um in a public scenario like if you had to 100 percent only say this in a dm then i would say you i think you're going too far if if you're too scared or if you're nervous about saying it publicly then i think that's you, you're crossing a line there. Say the same thing. I think if it's like public and like there's people around, like in the stream, it's playful flirting. But like once it goes into the DMs, then I think that's <laughs> that's when things start getting serious and just be cautious. Just like, yeah. That's yeah. I'm always very aware of like what I say like in DMs because like I like. Like Teep said, like, I like to also, like, just, like, playfully, like, flirt in the way of, yeah. like, like, nothing too serious, but, like, 
um, sometimes I forget to uh, turn that off, and and then like when I'm going to the DMs, and it's like, oh, let me Ooh. let me make sure I don't give the wrong impression. Right. I don't I don't do that. Like I I'm aware <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I don't think I've gone into anyone's DMs and like led them on. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it it really depends on like your relationship with the person too. Like. If uh, like if you're talking to someone and you know that's kind of their sense of humor or, you know, if both of you have that awareness of like, OK, we're never or we're never going to be a thing or, you know, whatever it might be. It's like if you know there's like that mutual thing of like neither of us is trying to actually get into each other's pants, then you with certain people, you can kind of have that thing of like you you have a little bit of back and forth and um I think for me, there was a situation, I can actually use this as an example. Uh, there was a situation where uh, on my Discord, we were having like, um, in the general chat, we were kind of talking about like, hey, what what are you up to, whatever. And um, there was a situation where someone was like, oh, um, I've been like trying to work out or whatever. And uh, they, they said something about like, um, oh, if you want to, I can send you a progress picture dumbass little me was like sure yeah like why not next thing i know i get sent a picture of someone in their underwear and i'm like oh uh, uh, oh um okay that that's a way that you that you did that uh-huh um like like i don't know what i was expecting like looking back i'm like what were you expecting ruby like they wanted to send you a progress picture do you think like I was I, I was like okay maybe shirtless they'll be shirtless I'm like okay I'm fine with someone sending me a picture of themselves without a shirt on like I don't mind that but um yeah. or like I was expecting like workout <laughs> gear at least you know what I mean but like I fully get a picture of this person in underwear I was like um okay um good oh, work there I guess oh, question mark yeah. like I was like ooh I don't know. <laughs> oh, so Ruby was expecting picture of like sneakers and <laughs> yeah right I was expecting a photo of like you know like a, an Instagram appropriate photo you know what I mean like yeah. a photo of someone that would take like after working out like it's slightly thirst trappy but not that much but um yeah no not a treadmill to be seen no no I nope just uh just underwear apparently um so yeah i had to be like actually no i don't think i want more progress pictures moving forward i was like mm, i don't know i don't yeah just jock strap and frame the place. <laughs> <laughs> they're like it's workout gear technically um <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah even as i said that people in chat are saying like even workout gear is a broad term like you need to be careful when you say that ruby yeah, yeah. it is it is yeah. you know. <laughs> and even instagram appropriate that's true people show bulge and all that stuff on insta so that's true y'all uh, but yeah those were yeah. some lovely questions y'all i think uh we got into some very important topics and reminders i feel like for the most part anyone watching or listening to this they're aware of like common sense and like certain like what's appropriate and stuff like that but um yeah i think it's it's always important to have those reminders and to have those conversations uh if anything just for for people to be more aware of what they post and, and stuff like that uh but just know with me i will be very transparent i'll be like no not this i don't want to hear it i don't want to see it no not anymore 
you're yeah. you can keep it to yourself <laughs> um but yes before we before we we go uh let's give another reminder of like what we're up to what we do what people can expect any upcoming content so we can start with ed yeah so uh yes do it yes so um uh hispanic uh heritage month is coming up um so as a queer latinx streamer i definitely want to do something uh i have some things work uh in progress so Stay tuned for that. Uh, I'm going to be raising money for an organization, and just like I did for Pride Month, uh, I'm going to be sending out uh, thank you gifts to those who donate. So stay tuned for that on Twitter.com/igeekedout, and then I stream every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday uh, on Twitch.tv/igeekedout. Yes, tips. Oh, I'm I'm very bad at promoting myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, honestly, yeah, what you can expect from me is just, you know, casual laid down streams, you know, similarly mm -hmm. to like, I'd say, you know, kind of like emulating you hanging out and coming over to a friend's place and just having a good time either with gaming or just chatting, talking about different things from mental health to sexuality to anything in between, honestly, and yes. that's about it, like, you know, comfy times with good vibes. And uh, yeah, what are your uh, your linksies for people who uh, I I don't think you said your link either, Ed. So no, you can you can find me on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, they're both Twitch.tv/cafepotion and also Twitter.com/cafepotion. Yes, and you, Ed? Uh, saying Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, uh, everything I geeked out. Yes, very lucky people in here because I've had guests where they're like, okay, hold on, let me get my scroll. So Twitter is this, Twitch is that, and for Instagram, it's that. And I've been guilty of that before. Thankfully, uh, I'm pretty consistent everywhere. I'm, I'm lucky like that. Uh, just don't look up projectruby.com because I learned that there, it's different than wait, it's not me wait basically. now i'm curious wait, wait, wait. i don't think it's, it's actually dot that. com or something but there is like a website with a similar i think it's a similar <laughs> spelling or something i think they do with a k like project i think they do a k or something and it's like something to raise awareness for like the female period or something i got accidentally added to like a group or something <laughs> like that on facebook and i was like not this no not no i oh, am no. Yeah, because I, like, created, like, a, a fan page, like, but I didn't actually post on there, but I created it just because I wanted to have the, the fan page on there. And I was yeah. like, well, not that Project <laughs> Ruby, but thank you. Um, yes. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. me, please. It's very much about birth control and, like, period oh. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, great stuff. <laughs> Listen, hey, great stuff. Mm. But um, meanwhile, not... while you search up for Cafe Potion, you find like Korean tea products, like literally. Ooh, we'd love Ooh. that. Yeah, you, they should. Sp you should try to get like a sponsor with them. Like, I should be probably. Cute. Yeah, I should probably. You know, you ask them like, hey, do you wanna do you wanna collab with me? <laughs> Either that or a, a cease and desist letter. But you know, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> do your you know anime. I don't know, like advertisement. Right? Yeah. yeah. You can be like too. the yeah. their spokesperson. Be their spokesperson, we, yeah. 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 <laughs> we love that. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but yes, you can find me everywhere at Project Ruby on Twitter, on Twitch. 
YouTube, um, Twi Instagram is the Project Ruby. So I have that one social media where um, I'm not just Project Ruby, but it's okay. It's fine. We can we you if you want to. I guess if you want to see my content, you will find it. So uh, yeah, just look it up, Project Ruby. Uh, I am a queer variety creator, so. Recently, I've been playing Spiritfarer, Tell Me Why, um, a couple of retro games like Tomb Raider 2 and Final Fantasy 7, which was really odd. I was like, I started playing two games from 1997 in the same like month, which is kind of weird. But I was like, okay, sure. It's seven is a lucky number, girls. Let's go. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what you can expect. I'm working on a showcase for like my performance stuff. I want to do more performing streams and stuff like that. So definitely look into those and uh, yeah, just podcasting and stuff. I'm currently developing a new, maybe a new show. We'll see. Um, so yeah, stay tuned, everyone. Thank you so much for watching, for listening. Also, don't forget to look up Breakfast at Ruby's on your favorite podcast services. Follow us on there. Give us a um, five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Do all of it. Um, and yeah, next week I'll be back with two other co-hosts and we'll we'll chat it up about other topics that are relevant. So, uh, yo, see you next week. Bye-bye.